This is the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program on 2SER, 107.3 on the FM dial. Lawrence Darsett is on the panel putting the program together, and this is Brian Bell on the microphone. The music at the beginning was the first section of a motet by Johann Sebastian Bach. It's called Jesu Meine Freude. It's in 11 short sections, and we'll be playing them throughout the program. I've known the chorale on which the motet is based for many years, but it's only recently that I heard the whole work for the first time at a concert in Sydney by the Song Company. This beautiful, moving and memorable work celebrates the joy of a loving life and the acceptance of the inevitable transition to the life beyond life. Recently, Srimataji Nirmala Devi the loved founder of Sahaja Yoga, at nearly 88 years old, ended her life on earth and made the transition that Bach's motet honours. The last 40 years of Srimatiji's life were spent travelling the world and granting to those who desired it the gift of their self-realisation. For the first time in human history, people have been able to gain the union the yoga, the enlightenment in a collective and effortless way. And once gained, this self-realization can bring about the meditation, mental silence, the thoughtless awareness. And regularly undertaken, this meditation can establish peace of mind, health, joy and well-being. This gift can also be passed on. Later in the program, we'll be offering self-realization to any listeners who wish for the relaxation and balance of the spirit. By way of marking the passing of Shumataji and to honor her ceaseless and all-embracing work, here is the second section of the Bach Motet celebrating the joy to be found by those who walk not after the ways of the flesh, but after the ways of the spirit.
what is this self-realization granted so easily and so lovingly and so widely throughout the world by Srimataji Nirmala Devi over the last 40 years? Consider it a doorway into a new and balanced world where there are new perceptions, detachments, and answers to the eternally asked questions. Here's Lawrence, who will lead us through Shumatiji's realization process. Good morning. Glad to be with you on this Sunday morning. It's a beautiful day outside, but take take, uh, 10 minutes out of the day and join us for a guided meditation. This is your regenerative time, your nurturing time. We're going to say a series of affirmations in this guided meditation. Affirmations to awaken the qualities of the chakras or the energy centers along the axis of the spine. And we're going to be addressing an energy within us called Kundalini, a mothering energy. So we'll call her mother in this process. And as the Kundalini rises, she will just gently awaken the qualities of those energy centers and rise along the axis of the spine to the top of the head. And she's an energy, so she passes through or physical matter, and she will connect through the top of your head to the all-pervading divine power that surrounds us all. So let's begin by sitting comfortably and bringing our attention inside, being, as Shumatiji says, pleasantly placed towards ourselves. So loving ourselves in a way, just being gentle towards ourselves and giving us us the opportunity to take this journey. The Kundalini is very graceful, very gentle, soothing energy that will work in the background despite what you're thinking and despite what's going on mentally. But at the same time, it helps if you have a positive attention or, or positive thought. So it's a, a tricky relationship. You, at one, in one way, you say these thoughts are, are irrelevant to what's going on, but in the other, another sense, you can say that I'm also going to have a positive attitude. So we'll start, after all that talking, we'll start with the right hand, placing the right hand where the left leg and the hip join on the the left side of this uh, second chakra. And here we are going to ask for the pure knowledge, which is effectively inviting the Kundalini to rise from her abode in the sacrum bone, in the pelvis. So just say silently inside, Mother, please may I have the pure knowledge. Mother, please may I have the pure knowledge. Mother, please may I have the pure knowledge. take your right hand up to the left side of the abdomen, just below the ribcage. You can leave your left hand sitting palm upwards on your lap. And here we're going to affirm a quality of our self-mastery. That is, Mother I am my own master. Mother, I am my own master. 
Mother, I am my own master. can take the right hand up to the left side of the chest and just spend a few moments taking a deep breath to expand the chest to open the heart a little bit and deep breath and then let go relax the shoulders And here we affirm a very important quality about who we truly are. Mother, I am the spirit. Mother, I am the spirit. Mother, I am the spirit. the right hand to where the left shoulder and the neck join. Just sort of tuck your fingers in behind the shoulder with your, the heel of your hands just on the collarbone approximately. And it's important here that we shed any burdens of guilt. We affirm here that, Mother, I am not guilty. That is to say, we learn from our mistakes and we accept the responsibility for our life. But harboring guilt will be blocking the path to the ascent of the Kundalini. So try this, try saying, affirming with conviction, Mother, I am not guilty. Mother, I am not guilty. attention and our hands to the forehead which is a narrow gate. This chakra has two petals and can be constricted by the ego and superego. And the main quality of this energy center is that of forgiveness. So here we affirm that mother I forgive everyone. Mother, I forgive everyone. Mother, I forgive everyone. You can also say here, Mother, I forgive myself. Mother, I forgive myself. your arm grows tired, <laughs> just you can rest your hand on the top of your head and stretch the fingers up towards the sky or the ceiling. And you can just gently move the skin of the, the scalp on your head to slightly massage your, the head there. 
as we ask, Kundalini, please take me into meditation. Kundalini, Mother Kundalini, please, may I have my self-realization. Mother, please, may I have my self-realization. Just say this as many times as you feel you need to. Until you feel your attention, your awareness going to the top of your head and uh, a silence coming over you. You can just gently move your hand away above your head and then you can rest both your hands on your lap with your palms facing upwards. And just see if you can keep your attention at the top of the head there. where the kundalini energy is connecting you with the all-pervading divine energy. And we'll spend a moment to enjoy this silence. Continuing the meditation, here is the third section of the Bach Motet, thanking God for protection and celebrating freedom from enemies like thunder, lightning, evil, and even hell itself. In 1976, six years after she started her worldwide work, granting self-realization, Srimatiji gave a talk in New Delhi about meditation. Here is the opening of that talk. We cannot meditate. We only can be in meditation. When we say we are going to meditate, it has no meaning. We have to be in meditation. Either you are inside the house or outside the house. You cannot be 
inside the house and then say that now I am outside the house. Or when you are outside the house, you cannot say, I am inside the house. In the same way, we, you are moving in three dimensions of your life, of emotional and physical and mental being. <coughs> you are not inside yourself. But when you are inside that you are in thoughtless awareness, then not only that you are there, but you are everywhere, because that is the place, that is the point where you are really in universal. From there you are in contact with the principle, with the Shakti, with the power that permeates into every particle that is matter, into every thought that is emotion, into every planning and thinking of the whole world. You permeate into all the elements that have created this beautiful earth. You permeate into earth, you permeate into akasha, into teja, into sound, but <coughs> your movement is very slow. Then you say, I am meditating. That means you are moving in permeation with the universal being. But you are not moving yourself. You are just unloading yourself to be free from the weight of things that do not allow you to move. <coughs> when you are in meditation, you must allow yourself to be in thoughtless awareness. There the unconscious itself, the achetana itself, will take charge. You will start moving with the force of achetana. The unconscious is going to work it out. It is going to take you there where it wants you to go. You keep to thoughtless awareness all the time. Try to keep to thoughtless awareness as much as you can. When you are in thoughtless awareness, you must know that you are in the kingdom of God. And His people, His arrangements, His consciousness is going to look after you. That section of Bach's motet is a statement of faith. The spirit of life, it sings, frees me from wrongdoing and death. As Srimadhiji points out, the spirit of life can also bring about a desire for union with the divine, a desire which, throughout the last 40 years of her time on earth, she continually fulfilled. Through Sahaja Yoga, you have opened your gates of your own being. You have entered into your own kingdom, but you do not keep there, you come out of it, and again you go back and settle down. Doesn't matter. You should not feel so disappointed about it, so frustrated. You know, people have worked for thousands of years and they could not separate themselves from themselves. Only 
you people sahajogi whom are made after the pattern of shri ganesh himself are so powerful that they can give awakening and realization to other people even if you are caught up you have seen you have powers even if you feel that the vibrations are not coming you know you have powers you can give realizations to others in your presence people get realization but you have to be that power completely <coughs> supposing there's something wrong with your car but it as long as it is moving it's all right you have to repair we have to repair all the time all our wounds which we have caused ourselves by our foolishness by our lust by our greed by so many false identifications we carry with ourselves we must have a complete attention towards our weakness and not towards our achievements if we know what are our weaknesses it's better that we can really swim across better supposing on a ship there is a hole and the water is coming in through that hole the attention of all the crew of all the staff and the captain itself will be on that hole from where the water is coming in and nowhere else in the same way you must be on the watch out there are so many pitfalls for a search of we have seen <clears throat> of course even the past is over even the past can be overcome in the present also they have many shadows of the past working for example when you are sitting in a group you are involved with each other those who are in, involved with each other by any relationship whatsoever must know that this kind of involvement is not going to help them to attain their individual ascent everybody is ascending individually though you are collectively contacted with each other and in communication but the ascendance is individual absolutely individual so whether he is your son brother sister wife friend you must remember that you are not responsible for their ascendance you cannot help them for their ascendance only mother's grace and their own desire their own effort to give up all that is three dimensional will help them so whenever a thought comes like that you must know that you have not attained the thoughtless awareness in its full extent and that's how you have problems which are three dimensional sometimes a surge yogi will find a emotional will come into his mind it will be a emotion of dejection or frustration and he'll be disgusted with himself or with others both things are just the same i've seen some such yogis get very disgusted with others there should be no disgust that is lasting of course for a short time you might feel a disgust is all right it's a passing phase or you might feel disgusted with yourself maybe a passing phase but if you go on hankering on to it or if you go on clinging to it that means you are conditioning yourself that means you are not in thoughtless awareness that means that you are in your past you are making your past a solid mass on your head in the present everything is fleet everything is fleeting that is not eternal in the present the eternal stays the rest all drops out it's like a moving river which doesn't stop anywhere
But the moving river is eternal. The rest of the things are all changing. If you are on the eternal principle, all that is not eternal changes and drops out, dissolves and becomes non-existent. Bach's music tells us to defy the old dragon of death and fear. No matter how the world rages, it sings, God protects us and we can know silence. The self-realization process that Lawrence led us through I first experienced in 1980, over 30 years ago. I didn't have the background of questioning and yearning that many seekers of truth had. So when I gained my self-realization, I didn't really understand the significance of it. Many people feel the grace, the Chaitanya, the cool vibrations and the peace of thoughtless awareness almost straight away. I didn't. I wasn't a very sensitive instrument in those days. But I did find overnight that I didn't want to smoke anymore. And for someone who was a 60 to 80 cigarettes a day man, that was a huge move. I very quickly understood that this self-realization business had something pretty important going for it. And when I overcame a major tubercular problem in weeks rather than years, as the doctors had threatened, I became conscious of the powers and virtues of self-realization in a very positive and physical way. During this time, I was listening regularly to recordings of Shumatiti's talks, and in 1981 I met her attending her programs in Sydney, even writing poems for, to her and for her. And what did I learn from Shumatiji? What knowledge did her teachings build up in me? Well, early on, two things impressed me. First, that it is in the centre, in the balance, that health, peace and evolution take place. In the centre, as Shumatiji pointed out in the talk we just played, the unconscious takes over. In the center, in thoughtless awareness, in silence of the mind, we can unload the burdens of yesterday and tomorrow. We can shake off the shadows of the past. We can shake off the demands of the future. We can shake off any sense of rejection and frustration and gain freedom from all distractions. In the center, in the ever-present now, is peace. This became a wonder to me. 
and a developing joy. Secondly, I realized the connection between the individual and the collective. Prior to my realization, I had always felt that social changes began with groups. Those dedicated to freedoms needed to join philosophical or political gatherings, flag-waving parties or amnesty or charities. Through Shumatiji's talks and laughter, I learned that groups and grouping frequently pull a person into the past of precedent and pain, or into the future of hyperactivity and anger. But in the centre, there is a detachment that can define problems much more precisely and offer solutions. As Shramatiji just pointed out, it is in the centre that evolution takes place. We ascend individually, but it is through that absolutely individual ascendance that we can have an effect on the whole world around us. By concentrating on our own spiritual development and by sharing this experience with as many people as possible, we can bring about collective changes, good social changes. A fascinating example of this, one that's been mentioned before on this program, is the way Dr. Ramesh Manoksha has undertaken, for the first time, scientific work into the ability of meditation to cure ill health. And as part of his work, he has shown in a provable way that meditation can overcome the mental problems that are affecting such a huge percentage of our young people today. Realization and regular meditation, he has proved, can overcome individual mental problems. And then those healthier individuals can affect their peer collective in a most positive way. A cured individual, as it were, spreads the balm. Another example, meditation in school classrooms is an individual matter. Each child meditates, but the results are a collective improvement in attention span, creativity, achievement, and self-confidence. The class becomes more cooperative, becomes easier to teach. These changes are provable. Now, these are some of the ways in which Shumatiji's 40 years of teachings and ideas have affected me. I learn, and then I try to share with radio listeners, the joys that self-realization has brought to me. In that eternal present, where, as Shumatiji says, everything that is not eternal drops out, dissolves, and becomes non-existent, the realized can bring about changes for good.
in Sahaja Yoga there are very, very few and when you are chosen the first, you must also realize that you are the foundation. You are the stones that are to be laid down and have to be strong, have to be forbearing. And that's why it is necessary that all of you who are now few, who are the first lamps that are going to enlighten other lamps in the world, you have to enjoy the strength of eternity, the strength of divine love, the strength of this universal being that you are. This is what meditation is. So when Sahaja Yogi asked me, what should we do for meditation? You be in thoughtless awareness, that's all. Don't do anything. At that time, not that you are moving towards the good or that the unconscious is taking charge of you. Not only that, but also you are anything. For the first time, the divine into the nature, into your surroundings, into other people who are universally connected to you.
Now, when you have problems, in Sahaja Yoga you have learnt how to overcome them. There are so many methods other than meditation. You know them very well, that you must know what is the chakra, where the Kundalini is. Now, if the Kundalini has been stopped by a certain chakra which is not working, you shouldn't get frustrated about it. Supposing your instrument or your car has stopped on the way, what's the use of getting frustrated with it? You have to learn the mechanism, you have to be a good technician and then you can manage it very well. So all the techniques of Sahaja Yoga must be learned and mastered. <coughs> this you can only do by giving it to others and learning from correcting them and correcting yourself. There is nothing to be frustrated, that's the worst thing. If you get frustrated and unhappy with yourself, then there is going to be a problem. You have to laugh at yourself and laugh at your mechanism that is out of gear. When you start identifying yourself even with the instrument, then you are not there. You are not the chakra. You are not the <coughs> different channels. You are the awareness. You are the power. You are the Kundalini. So you don't have to worry about all these things being not in their proper condition. If they are not, you can solve it. Just now the lights went off. If the lights have went off because of the electricity failure, it's a serious thing. But if the lights have gone out because there is a fuse burnt, oh, you can replace it. You can do all that. So there is no need to worry if your chakras are spoiled. Worrying itself and frustrating yourself itself is a wrong attitude towards Sahaja. Sahaja, in other terminology also means, means is a simple thing. Sahaja means, to be Sahaja means, in I can say how Tulsidasa said, Jai Se Rakhavu Tai Se Hero, you keep me as you like. That kind of an attitude takes your attention inside, because outside is let alone to good dogs. Let alone, we are not bothered about the outside part. As you keep me, I will be in that manner. And you will be surprised everything clicks out very well. Even sometimes you might feel, I should reach a certain place, I must have this bhajan done, I must get these things done, and it's not done sometimes. Sometimes by mistake something as you want is not done. You must accept it as the will of God. That is what He desires. So right. That is the desire of God, and now you are one with His desire. You are here to communicate the desire of God to the whole world. And in, at this stage, if you start having your own desires and ideas about yourself, then when will you become the desire of God? This I-ness has to go That is what meditation is, where you are no more I, but it is you.
So today I wish you happy new year for a journey in the spiritual life of this world. You have to think of all the surgeons who are far away from us. And our thoughts should carry our love for them and they should be blessed as you all are blessed here. I hope these important days that I am here, you will fully dedicate yourself for your emancipation. ends our program. Shmati Rikli says that uh, individual meditation is great, but also collective meditation can be even stronger and more supportive and more enriching. For notes about that or for information about that, we've got um, a website, www.freemeditation.com.au, which can be approached for information, or a telephone number. 1300-725-252. That's www.freemeditation.com.au 1300-725-252. We end the program with the last section of the Bach Motet, which contains these words, so appropriate as we honor the life and passing of Srimatiji Nirmala Devi. Those who love God must accept even their sadness as pure delight. <laughs>